Episode 306, let's talk about shame. It's the David Triggs Show. This is the podcast where you can get spiritual power and personal development for everyday life. It's gozo for the whole family, jama juice for the soul, your daily dose of gozo. Well, everybody, and welcome to the mountain edition of the daily Trig Podcast of Joy. I'm actually on a sabbatical week, but I did a vlog on shame and the grace of God that was, I think, very important. I know for me, it was, it was, it was radical. It's just something that I've been thinking about a lot, praying about a lot. That's why I'm here at this silent retreat, um, reading books, reading the Bible, listening to a lot of podcasts and content. And so I recorded a video that you can check out at my vlog on YouTube. Just type in my name or on Facebook. And it's called uh, Finding Grace in the Middle of Shame or Finding Grace Through Shame. And so what I did is I took the audio from that video file and I made it into this podcast. And so even though I'm on a sabbatical and I won't start my podcast again until next Monday, I wanted to do this for you just because I think that it's very important and I think it's going to benefit a lot of people. So uh, when I when you hear the audio, you'll hear me talking about being in the mountains, etc. And remember that there are some things that I'll say that are for video. But most of it is going to be relevant to you, and you'll get it pretty quickly. So thanks for uh, listening to this, and enjoy this episode on finding grace amidst shame. I don't even know why I'm wearing this. I feel like I'm back in the 80s. But uh, it is a little chilly, sort of. I mean, it's nice and bright right now, but I'm up in the mountains, and um, I've been trying to record this honest vlog which I don't even know why. I think that there's something in me that is always feeling like I'm not honest enough. Like there's something I need to confess or say or or work through. And I definitely need to do it, I guess, here on video. <laughs> the reality is that that is mostly my shame talking. And it really, if there's anything I need to that I should talk about and maybe to help you and, and to process my thoughts uh, with or to process my thoughts with you is the issue of shame. So I was just reading this horrible book. That's all I can say. It's called The Soul of Shame. And even though it was recommended by uh, a podcast that I love and it's supposed to be from a Christian perspective and about God and Jesus... It was triggering me left and right, just about shame. And sometimes, you know, authors do that at the beginning of their chapter. They tell some horrible story and then they give you the answer, right? But this guy never did. I was, I read the first four chapters word for word and I was feeling horrible. But I thought, okay, maybe the movie will end, will end well, right? Nope. Got to chapter six, seven, eight, nine, I think it's ten chapters. I, th- I literally threw it in the trash. That's how triggering this book was for me. Just terrible. Explicit, I feel it was. Um, just way too raw. Every chapter had at least three or four or five terrible stories of shame. And for someone who deals with shame, I don't need to be reading 
about shame. I need to be reading about about grace. And so, um, anyway, I wish he had focused more on grace. So I turned on other podcasts and I read a bunch of verses, and um, that's been actually very good to read about, especially the one that says, I think it's Galatians 5, that the grace by which we stand. It's also a song by Keith Green called Grace by Which I Stand, or uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. So I listened to that and I was just feeling amazing, just empowered. And then I had a little bout with anxiety and I've been dealing with that the last few days. And I've been, I'm still working through that right now. It's still in my body, but it's, I'm getting it, getting it out of me. So what do I feel shame about? Well, mostly about my failures, Uh, failures about my past, failures about my present failures about not being perfect most of all it's really just about if you know shame which according to this horrible book most most of us know about shame it's about the only good thing that i learned from that book is that most of us deal with shame so if you know about shame shame tells you all the things that you're not and so for me yeah i have a list i call it failures it's the same thing shame failures judgment you judge yourself you judge others and really the the answer is the grace of god to stand in the grace of god to walk in the power of the spirit to know that the hand of god the mighty hand of god holds you like it says i think it's in psalm 136 with his mighty hand and an outstretched arm his love never fails you know he rescued you He's rescued me out of a million horrible things and a million horrible thoughts and a million failures that I've, that I've made or had. And yet, the grace of God has protected me. And I'm not a horrible person. That's really... I think that grace isn't just to say God loves me. It's also to say I'm a great person because of Jesus, because of Christ. I don't think it's enough to say... Santa Claus is bringing me gifts or Santa Claus is is real or not real. I think the real power and freedom comes when I say, I don't know, Santa brought me a bike for Christmas, you know, when it's personal. So it's good to say that God loves me or that God is good or that we stand on the grace of God. But it's, I think, even more powerful to say that I am forgiven that I am a clean person, that I am holy in his sight. You know, that really, I think, is the, the ultimate place to be if you deal with shame, is to say that in spite of everything, whatever happened yesterday or 20 years ago, that you and I are, are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I mean, this, we're talking just the basic gospel of Jesus Christ. The grace of God is what we need. I blame myself for everything. I don't love my wife like she like I should. I don't I'm not a great father. I'm a terrible I'm not honest on these vlogs. <laughs> um, I am killing my church. I'm the reason why uh, things don't change. I'm uh, I'm selfish and angry and and I hold grudges and I hurt people and I'm A through Z. And most of those things are probably true and most of those things are probably a bunch of lies all at the same time. And, um, and I think you and I have a choice to live by the law or by grace. The law condemns you. 
And then Satan gets in there and he really condemns you. He condemns me all the time, pointing things out in my life, see? And then, like I said, my anxiety kicks in and so then I begin to look for evidence of all the horrible things or all the reasons why I'm a horrible person. But when I focus on the grace of God like I did today, man, I feel free. My real me comes out. Guess what? All that stuff might still be there. All my mistakes, all of the things that I could have, should have done differently, could have, should have, would have, they're still there. But grace is greater than all of my sins. That's the whole point of grace. Grace is greater. I mean, that's what Romans 8, 6, 7, 8 is all about. That's what the whole Bible's about. It's about Jesus, who was, who was full of grace and truth. Love and truth. And so, I think that when we learn to walk in grace, that is when freedom happens. That is when you become the true you. So when anxiety goes out the door, judging others goes out the door, perfectionism, anger, people-pleasing, shame, guilt, feeling you're not good enough. But guilt tells you that you're going to be perfect and that's how you're going to be right with God. That's, that's what I tell myself, which is terrible. I tell myself, well, I'll just be perfect. That's how I'm going to get through life. <laughs> and guess what happens when I'm not perfect? I just crash and burn. Or I hide, or I try to, or I lie, or I deceive myself or others or whatever. I Thankfully, I don't deal with addictions, but my addiction is that I, I cover it up or I try, I would say my number one addiction is I try to be perfect next time. I try to be better next time, which is a horrible way to live. Especially for those of us who already feel like we are loved because of what we do, not because of who we are. So all that personality and Enneagram stuff gets in there. And for those of us that are achievers and doers and healers and all that stuff, which is most of us, it kills us. Trying to be perfect kills us. And that shame gets in there and then it just a spiral, downward spiral. So the answer to that is the grace of God. The grace of God is what is what we need. That's the only thing that frees me is the grace of God, which then, it's a three-step process is what I've been hearing from God. First is his hand, his mighty hand secures me. Second is I stand on the grace of God. So, so the grace of God establishes me. And then I walk in the spirit of God. So, so the spirit of God leads me. So those are the three things that I've been meditating on is first, I'm in the hand of God. I'm secure. No one's going to snatch me out of his hand. There's nothing that can separate me from his love, you or me. Second, you are secure by his grace, not by your actions, your failures, or your justice. You're secure in this world by the grace of God. But then now what? Well, now we have to walk, right? Walk in the spirit. The Spirit then moves you. It, it pushes you forward. The Spirit of God then mobilizes you towards what? Well, love, grace, joy, gozo, patience, self-discipline, all of the things of Galatians 6. So 
but but you have to we have to have all three, and that's really just the cross. I mean, we're, I'm just expressing, I'm just explaining the process of salvation of the cross of Jesus. We are secure, we are firm, and we are sent. That's really the gospel. That's what being saved is, or rescued, or redeemed, or being liberated really means. We're free from guilt, from shame, and that's not just something that happened for me. You know, in fourth grade, or, or for you, it's not just something that happened at camp. This is what needs to happen every time you feel guilty, or you feel like you have to perform, or do more for God, or, or pay more, or be perfect, or, or every time that you feel God can't love you anymore because you've messed up too many times. You've, you, every time you feel like you've gone too far, and, and you think you're the prodigal son that can't go back home. Every time that you're in that spin cycle, you have to remember the grace of God. The grace of God is what draws you back. It says in Romans 1 that it is His mercy, His, His kindness, which really is His grace that leads us to repentance. It is His kindness. It is His love. I mean, when our kids do something wrong, whatever, you know, stay out late or I don't know, not do their homework, is it anger that makes them change their habits? No, it's, it's our love. Yes, discipline, of course. I mean, meaning we are going to talk about whatever happened, but it's our love. It's the fact that we are unconditionally in love with our kids. And if I can just see myself as unconditionally loved by my Father in Heaven, I really, I think we could really do some great things in this world. And that really is what I think all of us want, right, is to know that we are deeply loved, no matter what. So whatever your habit is, you know, whatever your thing is that is keeping you from feeling free, whatever in your life is keeping you bound to shame, give it to grace. Give it to the grace of God. Let the hand of God hold you. Let the grace of God sustain you and let the Spirit of God lead you forward. And uh, I think that that's how we're going to overcome every failure, all this anger, all this anxiety that's going on, it's going to be through the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks so much for watching. Subscribe, comment, like, share. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The David Trigg Show. Find the complete archive at davidtrigg.com or subscribe for free through the podcast app on iTunes or Stitcher on Android. Each week, we bring you a message of joy, success, and personal power in spite of fear, anxiety, and depression. Because as we like to say, though there's pain in the night, gozo comes in the morning.